Welcome to the AI Hustle Podcast, the podcast where we break down the latest in AI news, tools, and interview experts helping you hustle and do more using AI. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AI Box. AI Box is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs eventually will integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. Today, we have just received the news that OpenAI is under federal investigation by the FTC for saying untrue statements about individuals or corporations, and it is currently investigating them to see if that is considered harmful. So today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about um, what is going on exactly in this case, where this originates from, and what the implications for the industry are in general. So overall, I think the probe's concerns are really focused on whether ChatGPT is engaged in the creation and, you know, quote unquote, dissemination of false, misleading, disparaging, or harmful statements, because that obviously is um, wrong, and they would be prosecuted if they did that. So this includes any statements about individuals. And according to a, you know, bit of information from the Washington Post, um, while it's premature to predict a sudden clampdown, I think it's pretty clear that the FTC is currently actively looking beyond simply issuing warnings to the AI industry um, and is looking to crack down a little bit harder when it sees them, you know, making an actual mistake. And this is kind of interesting because this is something I feel like we've seen a little bit more from the FTC lately. Uh, we've seen them clamp down on crypto and other areas um, that were, you know, that were previously left a little bit uh, less scrutinized. And it seems like they're they're kind of getting more into that. But just earlier this year, um, the regulatory body, the FTC actually established a new um, office. It's called the Office of Technology. And the idea is to tackle the, they literally said snake oil. They said that the, the tech industry was oozing with snake oil. So that was kind of uh, interesting, nice little metaphor. Um, but in any case, shortly after that happened, they actually sent a pretty, I don't know, a pretty, pretty stern message to AI companies, essentially reminding them that they're being held to the same standards of truth as any other industry, which I think is great. Essentially, they sent a letter saying, you know, if your AI is like overstepping, expect us to step in. Um, and they said, you know, like, if you're making all these claims like, oh, we can generate X, Y, Z, we can create blah, 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 you know, our AI does this and this when really it's just like software, not your AI, pretty much any false or misleading statements that they're making to consumers, um, the FTC is putting them on notice and saying, you cannot do that, or, you know, we will sue you, you, you have to be truthful, just like every other company. So in every other industry. So uh, to be honest, I think that's great. Um, in particular, so this reported FTC inquiry into OpenAI that's happening right now and into their kind of operations is not actually the agency's first um, kind of jump into the whole AI oversight arena. 
Um, but it does actually send a pretty strong message to OpenAI and also I think to the wider AI industry, all companies that are in there right now. Um, and it's essentially telling them that, you know, the leading companies have to stand ready to, um, you know, back up the claims made by their AI engines. And this is kind of interesting because the first step it appeared was sending a letter to all the AI, you know, companies and saying, hey, you can't make misleading claims about the capabilities of your tech. But now it would appear they're saying your tech can't make misleading claims about any one or any business. And perhaps the third step is they might ratchet it up a notch and say your AI can't make any false or misleading claims, which, um, you know, I'm not here to say whether that's good or bad. Uh, generally transparency and truth is what the goal is. I, you know, I understand the difficulties with some of these AI engines, right? Like it's not like they were trained to lie. Just sometimes they hallucinate or say the wrong thing. And obviously the goal is to get these things better and better. So I'd be curious to see like how strict they will be at the beginning, especially with this emerging tech and, you know, not wanting to shut down the industry and giving it the chance to grow and mature like it needs to. Um, I think these investigations don't materialize out of the blue, which is kind of important. The FTC doesn't really go on, uh, go on these for no reason. Um, usually a formal complaint or lawsuit brings the issue to their radar, um, indicating potential negligency of regulatory stipulations. So for instance, if a supplements company, you know, provided, uh, a pill that gave, that made a lot of people different sick, and then they got sued, the FTC might launch an investigation based on, you know, evidence of, you know, that company misleading the market or something like that. So in OpenAI's case, I think it's plausible that the FTC's probe originally was actually um, due to the fact, if you remember a little bit earlier this year, there was an Australian mayor who accused ChatGPT of falsely stating, pretty much he asked ChatGPT, like, who is, and then he put his name in, and then it gave, it gave him this whole story about how, you know, that name is a person that had been involved in bribery and had been sentenced to jail, and blah, blah, blah. And I think he tried to accuse, or he tried to sue them. And I, I don't think that lawsuit is settled, but I'm sure there's others that are similar, right? Ask ChatGPT. Yeah, I think people just type their name in for like, it's kind of like a vanity thing. You want to see what it's going to say about you. And then it says some crazy thing. Maybe you have a similar name to someone else, or maybe it just straight up hallucinates and make up a random story about somebody. Um, in any case, people don't like it when it says that they're a, you know, that they went to jail or have a criminal record or whatever. I mean, it makes sense, but it's kind of interesting. Uh, I wonder to what level ChatGPT OpenAI have focused on fixing that. I'm sure it's kind of top priority after that lawsuit and now after this FTC probe. So if proven, these allegations could result in charges of defamation, libel, or what the FTC's letter uh, reportedly described as quote-unquote reputational damage. And given OpenAI's product lineup, I think it's very likely that ChatGPT is the focus of this whole thing, right? Obviously, they got DaVinci and a couple other tools, but um, ChatGPT is the main one. It's got the most, the, the broadest usage, so that's obviously what they're focusing on. So as it's the only, you know, real, truly public offering from OpenAI capable of such statements, I think GPT-4 and other APIs are generally more locked down and uh, recently... Uh, they've been subject to some of these probes. So whether or not OpenAI is found at fault from this, uh, I, I don't know if that's as important. I think there's a lot of complex technicalities to address, like whether ChatGPT's output you know, qualifies as published content speech or even anything more than a private conversation. So all these elements are going to need to be validated, right? Because if this, is, this qualifies as 
um, you know, published content, then yeah, sure, ChatGPT might be um, defaming people. But if this is free speech or not even free speech, but like private conversation, you can say whatever you want in private conversation. I was going to sue you for having a private conversation. This isn't some public statement. You said this person's horrible. You just, you know, low key to your friend said, hey, this guy sucks. I hate him, <laughs> which I think is a lot less likely to end the actual human in any sort of legal trouble. So I think they'd just try to apply that same precedent. Um, certainly, I don't think it's too out of the question for a company to be asked to clarify their AI behavior. I think there's a big difference between making an occasional error and also having systematic, um, you know, false claims or bad things. It's kind of like uh, in my recent reporting on inflection AI and how, you know, if if you just asked it, if I asked it one, essentially it, it, it ascribed, I need to, I need to make a another report and test this out again. But last time I ch chatted with Inflection AI, it essentially ascribed to what was called deep ecology, subscribed to deep ecology, where it essentially said that the life of a human was just as important as life of a uh, animal. And, you know, there was no reason you could ever, even if it was going to save a human life, there's no reason why you could ever justify killing a bee to save a human life. It said a bunch of crazy things like that. And, you know, if it was just one comment it made, I'd be like, ah, oh, whatever, it kind of hallucinated. But I probed it from many different angles on a bunch of different animals and scenarios, and it continued to say uh, a lot of the same things, which were very concerning. And so that's something that I would consider more of a systematic error. Um, some people have told me that they patched that, so I got to go check that out again. If you haven't heard that report, highly recommend you listen to that podcast. In any case, um, if Microsoft's words, you know, spell checker started labeling people as convicted criminals every now and then, uh, that would definitely be an issue. So it, it's the kind of, same kind of idea. I think despite some, you know, recent setbacks and their attempts to block mergers between big companies like Meta and Microsoft, um, and, you know, companies they're trying to acquire, the FTC has made a lot of strides in holding tech companies accountable for privacy violations and other issues um, connected to AI. And so this development only underscores their resolve to essentially maintain more of what a, you know, a quote unquote watchful eye on this whole sector. And I think, you know, overall, I'm, I'm happy the FTC is, you know, putting AI companies on notice. I'm happy it's holding the industry accountable. Um, I would hate for uh, the, the industry to go in any sort of direction that is untruthful. Um, and I think that it's important that we have these regulators, whether they're, you know, actively cracking down um, or whether they actively need to crack down like some like some industries or if they're more of you know making these statements to make sure everyone stays in line i think i would rather you know them make the statements ahead of time to keep everyone in line versus waiting till these companies have launched products and then go and try to shut them down um after the case which i feel like i've seen in different sectors i feel like crypto was a, a victim of a lot of scenarios there and of course there definitely was a lot of fraud and other things in crypto so People could argue that's a different story. But in any case, I think this will be an interesting area to watch. Uh, AI and regulation are a hot topic now, and we'll definitely be following it closely. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community.
Thanks for tuning in to the AI Hustle podcast. If you could do us a massive favor, we would really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. This helps people find the podcast. It helps people know this is a good place to go. And we would really, really appreciate it as it helps us continue to bring on incredible guests and share incredible content for you to listen to.